Hi, creepers and creepotoids. I'm Barry Marino. And I'm Philip Landry. And this, this is Open Shutters. Scary ghost, creepy serial killers, all things that go bump in the night. Enjoy the view from the open shutters. <laughs> Hi everybody, what's going on? How you doing today, Philip? Um, I'm doing well. I had some interesting. I kind of went up to the little Jackson, Louisiana, St. Francis. Oh, yeah, Jacksonville, uh, Jackson, St. Francisville area of Louisiana, north of Baton Rouge, this past week. Well, I um, how was your Christmas? Christmas was good. It was nice and quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a good Christmas. A lot of din- a good dinner. Really good Christmas dinner. Uh, Philip and I and the rest of our crew just saw a movie. Wasn't it good? That movie was intriguing. One was, of the best movies I think of the it year. It was called what? Promising Young Woman. And it was a it was like the ultimate revenge story. And it starred uh, Carrie Mulligan, who's a British actress. And she was, was the lead. Re- yeah, she was the lead. She was very, really, really terrific in it. And it had a lot of nice cameo appearances, like Jennifer Coolidge, you know, Stifler's mom, and <laughs> two two uh, broke girls, the Russian woman on two broke yes. girls. And then there was also um, Laverne Cox. Oh yes, from the Orange Is the New Black. And who was the other one? Connie Britton from American Horror Story, played the the college professor. Oh, the dean, dean, the dean, the dean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, so I'm not going to talk too much about what it's about, but I'm going to recommend it very, very highly. Now, um, before we get anywhere, we're going to do some obits. Uh, First of all is Rebecca Lucker. She's a three-time Tony nominee. She's dead at 59. Uh, She she had uh, ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh, wow. In 1988, mm. she made her Broadway debut as an alternate for Christine in Phantom of the Opera, and she eventually took that role over. And then she, in 1991, she originated the role of Lily in Secret Garden Musical, and she was nominated for a Drama Desk Award. She received her first Tony nomination for the revival of Showboat, and she was Mrs. Banks in the original cast of the Mary Poppins stage musical. And then she was also known for playing Maria in the 1998 revival of The Sound of Music. So she has a real Julie Andrews kind of connection. Yes. She was also known for some TV shows like Law and Order, Special Victims Unit, The Good Wife, and Boardwalk Empire. She's uh, dead at 59, Rebecca Walker. All right, our second one is KT Oslin. Remember her from the 80s, the country singer? Now, KT Oslin, she was a pioneering country singer-songwriter whose hit gave voices to desires and trials of female baby boomers on the cusp of middle age. She died Monday at an assistant living facility. She was 78. Mm. She didn't start her career until she was 45. And she um, she had her, uh, she also had tested out, uh, positive, it says here, for COVID-19 last week. Uh, 80s Lady was the singles that she was known for. A- 80s Ladies. And um, 
she pretty much, you know, faded into obscurity once she, you know, after the, after the 80s and the 90s, she pretty much, you know, we didn't hear too much from her. And then she had some health problems. So KD Oslin, KT Oslin, I'm saying KD like KD Lang. I remember they used, people used to confuse those two for some reason back then. <laughs> and they were totally different. I mean, KT Oslin was a middle-aged straight country woman and KD Lang was a lesbian from, people just having trouble with abbreviated it's a KT, alphabet. KD, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, she, she's dead at 78. Rest in peace, KT. Uh, well, also, we have Marcus D'Amico, who was the original mouse in Tales from the City. An original PBS, not the one that was just on Netflix. Right. The, the, original, the original that this one was And he, on, he, yeah. he was the first mouse on Tales from the City. Uh, he was, um, he starred on stage in Angels in America and, and, and Inspector Cow Calls and worked for Kubert in Full Metal Jacket. He died December 16th in Oxford, England, and his sister Melissa, the head of the UK Youth Acting Agency, told The Hollywood Reporter. All right, now this one is pretty particularly sad to all the baby boomers and Generation Xers out there who probably had a crush on this girl, whether you were gay or straight. She was so sweet and cute, you had a crush on her. We just lost Dawn Wells, Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island. Oh, everybody just loved her. She was just she was America's sweetheart. Yeah, and she was on beautiful. TV, yes. uh, so uh, she she was eighty two and she died of COVID. Funny, there's a lot of that going around right now, huh? Now Tina Louise portrayed Ginger on Gilligan's Island, and she said in a statement to CNN. I was, sad, I was sad to hear of Dawn's passing. I will always remember her kindness to me. We shared in creating a cultural landmark that has continued to bring comfort and smiles to people during this difficult time. I hope that people will remember in the way I did, always with a smile on her face. Now, she, uh, she, she first appeared on shows like 77 Sunset Strip, Maverick, Bonanza, The Joey Bishop Show, and Hawaii and I. So rest in peace, Marianne, Dawn Wells. All right. Um, I next, I just want to touch on before we get to before you get to your um, your um, horoscopes. I want to call a shout out again to the girls. Of Don't look under the bed. Definitely. They said some really nice things about us on their podcast. And I just want to, I, I just want to thank them. They love your horoscopes. Oh, wow. And they call <laughs> us the NOLA, but they Nova Buddies. Thank you, ladies. So Shaughnessy and Jason with an A. a Justin. Justin. Why was I calling? Oh, I, I'm sorry, Justin. Thank you. Was Philly. Jason an ex-boyfriend of yours? No. Where did Jason come from? I don't know. I always get the names Justin and Jason mixed up. Oh, my goodness. They usually twink boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Justin Bieber. You well, know. we love you, Justin and Shaughnessy. Yeah, and thank you. And, and thank you for saying such sweet things to us. Another thing I want to touch on before you start is our craft business is coming along. I heard Barry Marino's Craft Creations. We already have our website ready. It's going to be up and running by next week, and I will give everybody the link next week. And we're going to be we we're going to sell things like crocheted items, candles, soaps, all homemade, made by these hands, and all these in hands, and these hands. And uh, one of our partners is William, who is also we also call what. 
Our Roz. Roz, because that's what he is. He does so much. Oh, that is not nice, William. He just gave a <laughs> very rude the room gesture right when we called him Roz. <laughs> but he does a lot of stuff for the podcast. He definitely does everything for the business. So we got to give him a little shout out, too. So are you ready to give us your horoscopes? Oh, yeah. Oh, this week's going to be entertaining. This week, it's, it's the New Year's Resolution Edition. And I don't actually agree with resolutions, so this actually goes to all those bitches out there that are all about <laughs> New Year, New Me. Well, I'm bringing you some good horoscopes this week. So what we're going to do is, under each sign, I'm going to tell you what you're giving up for the year and also what you're bringing in to your life. Ah. So starting with Aries, what are you giving up? The role as a deranged judge, jury, and executioner especially your use of a cat of nine tails to flog your human pets you have kept in cages almost all year. A willing participant in your torture fantasies might be beneficial during a drought. Ah. So you might want to keep them alive. Yeah, really. Yeah. You never know when you might need them. Torture devices. Did you say something about torture devices? Oh yeah. Cat of nine tails. Cat of nine tails. Yeah. With the actual yeah, well, probably more cat and nine, a whole bunch of nails. What the <laughs> hell is this? 1756? Yeah, they're repping out flesh. I mean, it's happening. Oh, man. But let's see, what are they bringing in? See, that's what they have to kind of give up. What are they like gonna... something Delphine Lalaurie would use. Well, probably so. What they're actually bringing in, though, is more pent-up rage killing sprees. Red is definitely your color, as others' blood will be coating your arms. So that's a new term to paint in the town red. Oh, yeah. The Aries love their red. After you have had your fun, stock up on cleaning supplies for the crime scene. You are messy. So and a black bleach. light can reveal that as a fact. You no, know, bleach is really good for cleaning up crime scenes. It cleans blood right up. Definitely. You're going to ask some of our subjects of... Uh... I think it doesn't oxyclean do. <laughs> I'm not sure about oxyclean. But we know bleach does. It works on my toilet. <laughs> oh, too much information, right? Too much information. Taurus. Oh, my Taurus. Oh, yes, honey. What are you giving up? Your dinner dates with extraterrestrial clowns. So... You they're dating extraterrestrial clowns. <laughs> Pretty much that's what they've been doing this past year. You they weren't well, the thing is, Taurus, well, yeah. you weren't enjoying the charred remains on skewers anyhow. Well, you know, like I was saying last year, Cher is a Taurus, and she did she was married to Sonny Bono and Greg Alvin. So that sounds like a couple extraterrestrial clowns right there. I know I'm gonna hear it from the rockers. I just took one of the Lord's names in vain. <laughs> So, Taurus, when did you become so bougie about street food? Side note, the spiders have decided they are no longer at peace with you. You mean even the spiders don't like them? Taurus is apparently not. Right. What are you bringing in, though? Midnight rituals in the crop circles to summon the old gods, complete with a kiosk for blood offerings and chip insertions. Is that kiosk going to be in the mall? I don't know. It's at the crop circle, you know, <laughs> club crop circle. Woo woo. Okay. <laughs> Some may even form long-term relationships with their even more evil doppelgangers. Oh, them twins and evil twins like in the soap operas. I'm sure Tauruses will enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Gemini. What are you giving up? No, it's talking evil twins. 
Yeah, exactly. Your quest to ensnare a partner in the labyrinth of your own deluded mind control. You always seem to forget to feed and water your abductees. A starved and dehydrated mouse is eventually a dead mouse. Oh. Oh. What, I know, huh? What are, what are you bringing in? Necromancing of beloved dead animals to guard your house in case there is a breaking and entering or just intimidate your neighbors. Oh, my God. Look how cute those claws are. Look how cute those teeth are. Oh. Oh, that's... Oh, God. I don't want to think about dead pets. It'll be like Pet Cemetery, You know, church... I just saw something online where this is... You can have your, your cat's paws uh, preserved forever and put in a little box. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might... I could maybe consider doing the diamond thing, you know. It looks like rabbit's feet. I mean, it's like just... having, you know, the ashes turned into a diamond. That's one thing. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know about preserving a whole paw. That's no, no. no. That's a little. Just, I don't no. know. I don't know. That, nah, nah, no. Mm -mm. Cancer. Oh, that's me. Oh yeah, we got it for you this week. So what are you giving up? See ah, kale. No, <laughs> I know that's what you want to give up. Yeah, that's but what, what you're actually giving up is a, the secret slash and dash werewolf sex under the light of the full moon. The werewolves never intended for you to be resurrected every time. It's getting old and they are bored. Do you even have any organs left to salvage at this point? I hope so. I don't know. Not according to what we saw. <laughs> What are you bringing in? Plenty of dismembered sideshow attractions that you created and orchestrated and now decided to put on full display. Just remember, sex with necrosis is not necessarily necrophilia. Oh, God. <laughs> if you can't fight the urge, there are plenty of actual bodies at your local morgue. That's the best you got, Tom. Some unidentified. <laughs> oh, that's the best I got. Huh? I can help. <laughs> Pretty Let's much. Hope my next one, which is my other one, and it's also Curtis too. Oh, the Leos. Leo. Oh, my Leo people. What are you giving up? Hope. Oh. I mean, you are tired of being everybody's cheerleader. You can't win for losing, huh? You learned it is better to carve a future out for yourself by chopping others into tiny little pieces. My God. Sprinkle some. <laughs> sprinkle some sage on them. After you get everything cut, tastes great and gets rid of the bad vibrations. That is absolutely terrible. So, do you want to know what the Leos are bringing in? Yes. All the possible encounters from the other side. Your favorite people in your life have already passed on and you enjoy a good haunting every now and then. You may also finally learn how to put up a proper psychic shield to keep those energy vamps at a continued physical and mental distance oh my dear <laughs> okay all right so now we've arrived at virgo ah i love my virgo people but i do throw quite a bit of shade at them and that and it, it, you yourself aren't shaded everybody so <laughs> well yeah i'm pretty equal opportunity but i throw equal a certain I, I throw a, a certain level of special shade at my virgo people because i really do appreciate them what are you giving up the filth left behind by the zombie hordes that trampled through your garden and your house. This includes the emotional refuse 
that has been caking up on the walls of your mind. Surprisingly, your fridge has stayed organized except for that expired foot. Oh, Lord. That, well, that's kind of like expired yogurt. And that's, I have some expired Probably yogurt. Probably smells almost yogurt. about the same. <laughs> I have some expired yogurt. And Curtis won't throw it away. He says it's still good, even though it's expired in October. Has he eaten it? Uh, or is he just saying it's good? I, I, I don't know. Has he smelled it? <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine it's good. Oh, my God. So what are the Virgos bringing in? Hand jobs from that monkey's paw that was collecting dust in your antiquities cabinet. That doesn't sound very sexy. If it gets too weird for you, using a surgical glove might help, but it's not necessary. We all know where you have been and what you have been letting touch you there. You, you have always and will always be low-key nasty. Sounds high-key nasty to me. It's all kind of nasty. Nasty. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> nasty as you can get. Yeah, Libras try to act like they're not that nasty, yeah. but they're really nasty. Well, they, they say that's pretty nasty. Libra, what are you giving up? Your most recent ex. Because you murdered them. You just happened oh. to run over them with your car, or maybe you just happened to put cyanide in their cocktail. No matter the accident that occurred, you are happy with the results. Just remind me never the day to a Libra. Okay, we'll make sure of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are you bringing in? The soon-to-be ex, because you will murder them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely don't want Is to it? Be a I mean, they're, yeah. just, they're just collecting exes, even into the... Yeah. Is it going to be the dysphonia caused by their voice or the headaches caused by their choices in clothing? Nonetheless, you will come up with a great reason for their termination from your life as they head to the final destination. Oh. So good. now we've arrived at my lovely sign of Scorpio. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? I'm, I, I'm even harsh on my own people. Yes. Including yourself. myself. Yes. What are you giving up? Any sense of reality or sanity because you have come to realize the whole world is one big psychiatric hospital for souls. Sometimes it is just better to play the puppet master of this nightmare called life. Tap your wrist every now and then to check to see if you're still ticking. Let me let me check. You look like you're ticking okay. Yeah, well, you tap on it. It's like, oh, yeah. You I am, okay, I'm still ticking. We're still here, okay. What are you bringing in? The skills and knowledge to create a spectacular poison garden. You may even set up an apothecary lab to help increase the effectiveness of each plant's poison. Mm, While poison. some of you may even enlist the help of several venomous snakes as new familiars to guard the entrance to your lair. Do we have to deal with venomous snakes? I don't know. I mean, I'm not personally going to do it. I mean, but all power to the Scorpios that do, you know? Yeah. Sagittarius, what are you giving up? Dreams of becoming or being a one-person serial killing machine. You do believe you can do it all, but sometimes it's okay if you're not enough. I know you have studied long hours on the internet trying to learn how to get blood out of every fabric imaginable. It may be time to get some help. So what are you bringing in? The perfect assistant and partner in crime. Whether it's an assassin or a knife sharpener, you will find someone to aid in your extensive agenda. 
or more like your hit list. This accessory will only be one call away if needed and often there by your side in the first place. Mm, that hit list. I mean, they got to, at least they have somebody there, though. All that's that's kind of positive. I mean, if you you don't have to kill alone. Mm. <laughs> it's too much, isn't it? Too much. Capricorn. Well, you think it's too much? We got more to go. <laughs> oh, this is nothing compared to the second half. Is really too much. Capricorn. What are you giving up? The long hours in the apocalyptic work camps, burying the dead. You have toiled enough for everyone. The decomposition all around you is giving a foul stench of dreadful rot. Go take a physical or, in some cases, emotional shower to wash away the smell so you can move forward. Seriously fucked up. I know it is. They have been working their asses off. We actually know. We know one. Yeah. (laughs) Your your man is one, right? Oh, (laughs) yeah. He has been working his ass off. like him, too. Yeah. (laughs) What are you bringing in? Ability to communicate with those that have crossed over. You may initially act as a psychologist for those confused souls wondering why they are no longer living. Eventually, though, you will start exploring the idea of being a vigilante for these those wrongfully killed by carrying out death sentences. Vendetta is your middle name from now on. Vendetta. Yeah. Vendetta. I'm Italian. Say it one time. Say it one time. Say it again. Vendetta. (laughs) Aquarius, what are you giving up? Your desire to lead a major cult. No one is drinking your Kool-Aid anyways. You get to keep your glassy soulless stare and farce charm, though. Followers will get to keep that. And their followers, some followers will stick around because misery loves company and some just enjoy being thrown around by you. What are you bringing in? A brand new operating room into your home. You have questions that need answering, and experimenting on others is the only way to get those answers. You can always install an embalming station if things go south, and they most assuredly will. Oh. You can always use the piled cadavers as a table for your next tea party. There's a lot of dead bodies in this week. Oh, they're just <laughs> racking them up. Just racking them. We still got Pisces. I mean, I haven't even read it. Nah, what's going to happen there? We know Pisces. I know, I know some different well, Pisces. Roz? No, no, no. He's Gemini. You're always confusing him with Pisces. I'm always confusing him with Pisces. Okay. He's Gemini. Okay. Now, I have some good friends out there that are Pisces. I'm not going to name you names. I'm not going to put you on spot unless you want me to later down the road. Let me know. <laughs> but I have, some, I have some favorites out there of the Pisces, Pisces people. Every Scorpio has a favorite Pisces. Yeah. So what are you giving up? The shack you have tucked away in the swamps. Whether you sell it or let it get taken. Pisces, what are you giving up? The shack you have tucked away in the swamps, whether you sell it or let it get taken away by the floodwaters, it was probably for the best. You were encroaching on that massive alligator's territory. Hope you find a great new spot to make herbal concoctions and dump the bodies. Oh, yeah. More, du- more dumping bodies. <laughs> more dumping bodies, of course. Yeah. There's bodies everywhere. We guys got bodies, yeah, a lot littered, bodies in this littered all over the horoscopes yes. this week. What are you bringing in? Several partnerships that could result in the end of the world. 
<laughs> you would be the cause. <laughs> if one of these new confidants present, I mean, he will go down. His role. He was even the Bond villain. His in uh, Man he, with the Golden Gun. But his his role as Saruman probably became where like yeah, he that, was that really good in that. That solidified and, him as well, an yeah. ultimate villain at that point. But they didn't. Uh, but he still. He's still known for Dracula. He's still known for Dracula, and that's where it all. That's kind and, of where uh, that real push of being the villain started. Yeah, giving us those, played, it's the face. It's the face, though. I go playing, back, but he's also played because he was in um, which one was it? Airport seventy-seven, where he was like a cuckold husband. Lee Grant was his wife, and she like bossed the hell out of him. And she even made a reference to him having a small penis. Because she was an alcoholic and she had the little bottles of booze. <laughs> and she looked at him and she goes, this is about your size, huh? <laughs> and he, oh, he's, like, he's a hero in that. He saves a lot of people's lives. He dies saving people. Yeah. And um, But he's, had, he's got a body of work out of this world. Now it's been done again in 1979 with uh, Frank Langella. And uh, who was it that played? Um, let me look that up. See who played uh, Van Helsing in that. But I think it's Lawrence Olivier, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, no, it is. Yeah, it is. and uh, Kate Nelligan is Mina. Hmm. Which uh, and and um, then she was. Um, it was done again. In 1993, that's the one you watched. 1993, 92, 92, or 93? Oh, 95. No, it's like 92 or 93. 93. Well, it's called Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. It's not my favorite. I, I, don't, I, don't I, I think they tried to do Golo Artsy on it. With they their, went too artsy. And it, and it kind of... See, that's what I liked about it. Well, uh, some of the imagery was neat, but it failed a little on the storyline because of that. When that was um, that was Gary Oldman as Dracula, which could have been Ryder really as yeah. Nina, Anthony Hopkins as Van Helsing, and Keanu Reeves as Jonathan Harker. Which I don't know. I was waiting for Keanu Reeves to go, "Whoa, dude, excellent!" Because that was like <laughs> right after Bill and Ted. You know, he still hadn't shed that image yet. Yeah. No, that one had a lot of potential. I think it missed. The mark on on some of the things it, it had all the they, art they, direction. They focus right. a lot on the love angle, on the romance between uh, which, Vlad and, uh, and uh, Dracula. I know, which made the storyline very weak in and, a sense yeah, for and, such for such an, a beautiful and like. What was images. this was fucking like, thing when when Harker goes to to sell him the property? What's this with him looking like an old drag queen? With the hair like that. Oh, yeah, that was one time that it was, was like, why? It was like... And that's when there were breaks in the costume and makeup that I'm like, what is going on He here? looked like my old roommate Shelby. He was like <laughs> this old uh, drag queen. I know. There was, there was a lot of potential to make something really amazing, and they dropped the ball. They had... It's like when you have the right elements, but you don't put them together correctly. Well, the acting was... I mean, when I arrived at it, it was just terrible. I mean, it was just... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, I didn't think we're known. That's the sad, was that was a sad that. fact. They yeah. had all the elements, but they just they misplaced Failed them to all. Deliver. Yeah. No. I don't want private browsing. It makes yeah. me kind of sad because there when there is yeah, potential and then like, falls uh, back. And um, yeah, the '79 one. And the Kate Nelligan was was mean, and she was really good. I don't know if you've seen that, but you gotta watch it. 
Watch it. That was Watch a 1979 one, yes. Okay. Yeah, Frank Langella, they, they really made it more sexy, too. <laughs> the, the relationship between Dracula and Nina was more sexual. They, they were, they, yeah. It was obvious that they were attracted to each other. They second on her neck. Sexually. <laughs> <laughs> well. And yeah, and and she played it like more of a bitch too. She was, <laughs> she was really uh, she was really like uh, she she I mean she was kind of villainous herself. She was the one, didn't she say, "I love to be frightened." <laughs> um, oh, she she's good at playing the bitch. You saw her as the mother in Prince of Tides, right? Now here, it was Lawrence Olivia. Yeah, Lawrence Olivia yes. was in. And Donald Pleasance is in that too. Um, now in the, the, the one that we're talking about, one of the best performances in the one we were just talking about, the 19, the one from the 90s, is uh, Sadie Frost as Lucy. Because she plays Lucy as this like free-spirited girl. Yeah, kind of that worked. And it worked. And, and that was the thing that worked the most in that, her. I know, but that's the sad part. We're trying to like you're but trying she to. She dies like in the beginning of the movie. You know? <laughs> I know. It's like you're they trying to pull out. one. It's like you're trying to pull one silver lining out. She of She should have been playing place. the part with Nolan Ryder. Exactly. Play. Exactly. And now we get into one that really I think it's a bad rap. I watched it. It's set. It's actually set right here in New Orleans. <laughs> and it's called Dracula 2000, and it's actually made in Y2K. The year 2000, and this one has a so kind of like they're trying to revisit it. The AD 1972. Well, what it is, it's <laughs> almost like the AD 1972 in a way where these scoundrels revive Dracula by accident. That's what yeah. happens. And but li listen to this cast. It's got Johnny Lee Miller, Gerard Butler, is uh, Colleen Ann Fitzpatrick, also known as Vitamin C. You know Vitamin C, right? Mm -hmm. she, she was in the Hairspray, the first Hairspray. Jennifer Esposito from NCIS, Jerry Ryan, who's been in a lot of things. One, one of the things I know her mostly from is that show with um, Dana Delaney, Body of Evidence. Okay. And Body of Proof. And um, uh, Omar Epps. And Van Helsing is played by Christopher Plummer. I mean, that's a very, very good A-list cast. And Gerard Butler plays the Dracula. I like the way he played Dracula. He played as a very, very sexy, like Frank Langella did. Even has a nude scene. I mean, that's the only Dracula we ever actually see naked. And, um... Hell. <laughs> uh, and, uh, oh yeah, Justine uh, Waddle is is the Mary, who is Van Helsing's granddaughter. Like the, like the, the, you know, it is a remake of AD 72 because it's Van Helsing's granddaughter. Van yeah. Helsing has learned how to make himself immortal with Dracula's blood, just like in that one, too. Um, I think it gets a bad rap, though. I, thought, I found it really good. There was nothing boring about it. The acting was really good. Yeah. It probably just gets a bad rap because some people will try to be, it's either they're, they're holding on. To where things were right. and how they think things should be done. Oh, it's people who want it because since they got all artsy and frou frou with the not the one in the nineties, <laughs> they 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 probably think of Dracula as some kind of work of great art like Mona Lisa <laughs> or something now, you know. 
And they got uh, critics. You know, I like I said. I think I said this last week. Those who can do and those who can't criticize right. and write about it. And that's another thing about cri- critics. I think they're just frustrated filmmakers or frustrated playwrights, or actors, actors, everything. You know. Oh well, Roger Ebert was a produced Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, the biggest bomb of all time. Right. But he spent his, all his career trashing other people's work. And uh, so, um, and Christopher Plummer was really good in it. Omar Epps was, you know, they, he was one of the scoundrels that brings Dracula back to life. Jerry Ryan was a television reporter that Dracula attacks. And Gerard Butler is kind of going on to a lot of bigger things now. He's actually got the career Mel Gibson used to have. Yes. Because, okay, you know, like, let's take the movie Law Abiding Citizen. Have you seen Law Abiding Citizen? Okay. Wouldn't. Um, wouldn't that have been the Mel Gibson movie if it was made, say, like in 1989? Even in a little bit into the 90s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in the movie where he's a bounty hunter going after Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that would been, I agree with that. That would have been Mel Gibson going after Goldie Hawn, you know? <laughs> like, uh, I guess the, the problem, and I guess what it is, is, is like we were just getting in the early, say, two late 90s early 2000s there was this idea to take the horror genres or the things that were traditionally horror and kind of make them more comical and i think there were some people that were like like you're saying the artsy people were like oh we can't do that but yes you can comedy is art i mean that was the era of the scary movies mm-hmm. the era of a lot of those funny things where we're taking horror and turning on side. Now we have no problem with it. No. Now, now one of the, which um, I don't, I don't know if we're going to be able to do an episode this month on it, but now we have what we do in the shadows, yeah. which is a whole mockumentary comedy That's on so vampires. Well, that was the thing like so with we, Dark Shadows with the night 2012, the Johnny Depp movie, all the hardcore Dark Shadow fans didn't like the idea that they turned it into a comedy. But the original is somewhat of an unintentional comedy. Well, yeah, and that, I think that, that was more of the with, with the you know the stage acting. Well, that I, think, stage <laughs> I think that was the problem. Is just the original was funnier, which y'all will talk. Which about. we're going to talk more about that in the next. Yeah, episode. yeah, and yeah. And so we'll talk more about that. Um, but yeah, Dracula, it's it's it survives. It's been survives. There's actually I haven't got to watch it, but on Netflix they have a series called Dracula now. Yeah, that was on NBC, I, I believe, a couple of years ago. Yeah, I hadn't got to look at that. It's on Netflix though. Apparently, I want to take a look at that and see. I'm gonna take a look at that. See, that strange, one looks pretty interesting with the strain with the vampires. Well, that's influenced by the whole Dracula. Now, strain is interesting. That's yeah. a real kind of modern take, take on these on. ancient uh, vampires. Right. Now, that would have been even than the. That 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 might go back even as far as some of the vampires. And did you know the that Egyptian um, vampire? And even Buffy fought Dracula. Yeah. yeah so it's in did. all the. That's what I'm saying. It's in all and, the. Lore. And the actor that it's played into... Dracula in that episode had played Vlad in an earlier movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. So th- there's an influence that runs through all of film and lore history there with Dracula. Yeah. And then, you know, Batman fights Dracula in the animated series. There you go. <laughs> Dracula is, is, you know, Dracula's a big, he's he's, he's pop culture icon. Exactly. Yeah, but you still, who do you think of, if you're going to dress as Dracula, which costume, which, which version are you going to dress as? 
It's usually going to be Bella Lugosi. Because if you guys, like, if not Bella Lugosi, it's slightly to the Christopher Lee one, but it's usually Bella Lugosi. He's that peak, that widow's peak. Kind he had yes, that's what it you, Yeah, either one of those two. I personally, my favorite Dracula is definitely Christopher Lee. Yeah, even more so than Bella Lugosi. But I would like to see more of Bella Lugosi as Dracula. I'm really what what ruined him is he became a drug addict, and then he started doing all the really bad. Uh, Movies and oh, towards the end, he was doing playing night from outer space when he died. You know, and the bride of the monster. I, I that's another movie I just recently watched was Ed Wood with Johnny Depp yeah. and um, and Martin Landau as Bella Lugosi, really good. And um, it was really Bella Lugosi was a tragic figure in that. I'd, I'd even love to see. I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to see a really full on good comical even too. It would, wouldn't hurt. And if we're talking about the future, probably. well, you you said you were watching one called Old Dracula with David Niven. <laughs> oh, that one was a little it's bit of a mess. You know, it's a, I saw it at the movie. It's a terrible <laughs> mess. No, actually, that was not good. I'm talking about a really it's good. It's not. Comedy. And, and, and the thing that's about that's it, an that off, movie. That's an off that the rails. Movie is, that is definitely not politically correct now. No, where they no. they they give the the bride the blood of. Of a black person, and she slowly starts turning into Teresa Graves. Yeah, that's not correct. <laughs> well, you know the Blackula. And Blackula influences the Now the 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 watch that he has on his cuff is down at one of these shops here. And a friend of mine owns the shop, and I've got a couple of pictures. I'll post it on the Facebook page, but. That watch is like some like forty thousand dollars for that watch. But so the Blackula artifact. No, I man. actually enjoy Blackula. And because, well, first of all, it makes the the real the actual Dracula's in it, and he's like really, really racist, and he he lures this African king to his castle, and then he winds up kidnapping him and his wife and, and chaining them in a dungeon. And he turns the the prince into or the king of the prince or whatever he is into a vampire, and he tortures the wife to death. That's how he punishes him. He has to live. And he comes into... And, okay, there's a little thing about Blackula. A little piece of trivia of one of the... Did you see Blackula? Yes. Okay. Mm. You remember the cab driver, the lady cab driver? Mm-hmm. That he turns into a vampire. She wakes up in the morgue. Oh, okay. And attacks yeah, yeah, yeah. the medical examiner. That was Kenny Lester. She was a singer. And her big hit in the 60s was Love Leathers. You know, Love Leathers, Strange. From the heart with that nice little piano thing, <laughs> and there's video of her. Oh no! Dressed in a vacant gown, just walking through this floor singing <laughs> love letters. I'm going, look at this. She's a drag queen in the '60s and then a vampire, <laughs> vampire cab driver too. You know, she also was on uh, Sanford and Son as the woman that Lamont was in love with, who had been Fred's girlfriend at one time. She was younger than Fred, but she was older than Lamont. <laughs> she was kind of like in between both of them. So she was a cougar with Fred, and she was, uh, you know, the trophy girl. Uh, the trophy girl with Fred, and the cougar with Lamont. <laughs> that's a kind of interesting thing. Uh, that's the only hit I know of that she had was Love Letters. I don't know of any other songs she did. She did some acting, and she was on the, uh, the Waltons, too, I believe. Either was it, it was either Waltons or Little House on the Prairie. She's on one of those sappy family shows in the 70s. <laughs> 
So what do you think is in the future for Dracula? you think there'll be another Dracula movie anytime soon? I mean, as long as he stays pale and doesn't try to sparkle, we're okay. Oh, Lord. Yes, I'm putting that die that you know what. <laughs> and we also... That series that should not be named. That should not be named. I don't like that series either. No. I'm sorry, anybody out there that does. A lot of people do, but it's mostly 12-year-old girls. Yeah. Sorry. I like I like I like my vampires with a little bit more edge. They can know their roots. Yeah, I do like at least like, you know, like Barnabas Collins with the roots of right. knowing well, where he's I but, but I, That's I, what we're gonna discuss in the dog show I know. is the reluctant vampire. But it's the idea I like this idea and for this whole series is we're looking at that real classic, maybe even aristocratic most of the time, kind of vampire that you expect. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 one of the reasons I love to show what we do in the shadows because Nandor, in a sense, even though he's not a Dracula character, holds that allure right. like Dracula. Yeah, you know, even 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 Laszlo kind of does have well, that, like, in a more see. British way. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> I like Laszlo too. Let's take each movie and give them shutters, okay? Okay. Let's give Nosferatu to the silent one. How many shutters you give it that one out of five? Thinking in its era, Ooh. yeah, you gotta take the era into consideration. I'm actually gonna give it a four. Film. Yeah, I think it's at four too. That's what I, 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 I agree. Uh, uh, 1931, Bela Lugosi. I'm gonna say four and a half. I'm gonna say five because I thought that was really. It's good. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I almost want to give half. There's always gotta like I keep. Uh, the, the only problem I have with it is that there's no score. Yeah, that was that's my problem. There's yeah. there's a little more polish when it was. It's it's not his acting. It's, it's not Bela Lugosi it, it, yes, at all. It's, it's just great. The thing about the thing thing with it though is the reason why I didn't have a score is because this is very very early talky. Yeah, they if didn't we were really doing, know how to do it. If we were doing Bela Lugosi himself, yes, you're right. That would he would earn a five. Yeah, I don't know. Just not having that the score behind it is kind of creepy itself. So should we rate? Let, let, okay, let's just rate the original Christopher Lee. The horror of Dracula. Shit. I honestly, Christopher Lee, I want to give him a five, but when I have to look at the whole production, I'm back down to like about a four, four and a half. I'm about a four or two as well. Yeah, I'd say a four. Maybe even four and a half. It's not Christopher Lee's fault, it's the production. All right, 79, Franklin Jello. Uh, I know there's things to like, but I'm going to put it three and a half. I'm, I'm going to say four. I, I, oh, maybe I'm four. Okay, I'll, I'll give it four. <laughs> I'd say four. Y'all encouraged me. All right. Um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. The, the 1990s one? 1990s one. I give it a two. Two. And I only give I it a two. I like it. I give it a, yeah, at least give it a three and a half. Well, I don't give it. It's the acting. I know, what you're, I know what you like in it, and that's the same thing I like is some of the imagery, but there's... It, it was. It, 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 I don't like. When it's one of those things. What I want to give it compared to what I what I don't want to give it stars for. It's like no, I don't like when movies man. try to be artsy. Yeah, I like them better when they become art because art shouldn't try to be art. Art should just be art. Yeah, that's the way it should be. All right. Lastly, Dracula two thousand. Three and a half. I was gonna say probably a three. I mean, I, the only thing I really liked about it was the end. With the whole, um, oh, yeah, Jews that's another scary, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It gave a new spin on the Dracula character, too. He was Judas, 
Just and, yeah, instead of instead of like the impaler. I liked it a lot better than I thought. I, when the first time I saw it, maybe I'm a little bit biased because I, I love that Virgin Megastore. <laughs> that was my favorite store. And so I got were. really nostalgic when I watched it. And I, was, I was almost like, God, I miss that store. I wish that store was still here. Um, no one has records I, anymore. <laughs> I, I will give it a three. Uh, Gerard Butler made a good Dracula. I wish he would have done it again. But when they did Dracula 3000, which is really bad, bad. That's really bad. And they had another actor playing them and it just didn't work. And uh, I thought Christopher Plummer was really good. The one little note we didn't make, which we don't want to go heavy into this, but you got to remember, Dracula did also have a small influence on one other really amazing character, Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah. Just wanted to mention that, talking about the costuming and, and makeup, there was and, definitely and, an influence. And so did Dr. Frankenstein, too. Yeah, it was kind of a mashup of the two. Yeah. I wanted to make a little mention, but I don't want to talk too much about that, because we may get into that. Well, we probably got to cover whole, that movie. Eventually, at some point. Yeah, yeah. Bordello. So anyway, anybody, anybody any final thoughts from either one of you guys? It's... I think we really need to appreciate this vampire lore as we go into the future, how how we let it evolve how we let it survive and I hope and I hope it's with us for a very long time I think it will be I think it's taken off the cold cult you know it has its own culture now its own you know I mean look forever night you know all the ball, vampire balls I mean all the people that I mean it's really kind of grown from just lore into culture. pop culture yeah yeah like I said even Buffy um <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I, I think we all agree. That and Mary brings up Buffy because he actually even has a Buffy tattoo. If <laughs> yes, I do. I do. It's covered because I'm wearing a sleeve today. But yeah. Anyway, it's cute. Um, so you know, we both and we also agree that 1990s is overrated and Dracula 2000 is underrated. All right, so you can follow us on Twitter at a shutters, uh, Instagram at. Golden Open Shutters Podcast. Oh, uh, Twitter. Is, yeah, you do Twitter. <laughs> Facebook, the official page for Open Shutters, a creepy podcast. We need some, we got to invite some more people because we need some more mm, members. More in fresh blood. Yeah, so we need some more, we need some more reviews on Apple too. Any of you guys there with iPhones and iPads that goes on Apple and listens to us on Apple, give us a review. We'll, we will read your review on the show. Like I read the one today. Yes. Because the more reviews we got, the higher up on the list we go. And actually, we do have a 5.0 rating, which is the top. Nobody's giving us a bad review. Nobody's giving us less than five stars. Please keep is, us there. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, even National Lane are at like something like 4.8. So, I mean, if we got more people, somebody's going to be, you know. You get those. And I'll read your nasty review as well. <laughs> we also have uh, two email addresses. One of them is openchothers at yahoo.com where you can call, you can write us with any comment. You remember somebody sent a nasty comment to our email one time? Oh, 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 we ranked her. Some guy sent it. He says, your show is just okay. That's all. <laughs> it's like, what does he do? I don't know. He, we, he didn't even he, he he didn't even identify himself. He didn't even know who he is. 
I think we ended up lasting a lot. We lasted a lot longer than he expected. It's so cowardly. Yeah, yeah. He said something that we weren't going to last much longer or something. Yeah, and uh, we couldn't sustain ourselves. And uh, our other email is movieshutters at aol.com, where you can write us with any suggestion for any movies you want us to talk about. So, until next time, we take it next week off, and I'm probably going to post... Because uh, I'm going to celebrate my birthday. Because he, he's going to celebrate his birthday. Why anybody would want to celebrate his birthday, I don't know. But anyway, oh. <laughs> he's pouting now. <laughs> I'm turning 40, bitch. I'm going to celebrate. God, you're old. Exactly. <laughs> I'm over the hill now. No, no, no. Happy birthday. Anyway, um, we celebrate your birthday with you already. You went to the Chinese restaurant on the West Bank. Oh, we've been that one of those past years. Yeah, yeah. last year. No, I think it was year, year, year before last. It was before COVID. I know. Yeah, that. year before last. Yeah, you didn't go out on your birthday for COVID. So anyway, <laughs> until oh, there's the clock. It chime in y'all. We were trying to beat it, but we didn't. <laughs> Count Dracula has arrived. So until next week, until, well, two weeks from now, uh, next week I'll probably be removing the Rosemary's Baby review to this podcast. Yes. And then all I'll have left to move is um, is going to be Race with the Devil, which we'll do that on another off week. Ah, uh, so until then, enjoy the view from the open shutters. But don't fall out the window. Unless you're Dracula, and then you can turn into a bat and fly out. Exactly what I was thinking. You must have been right on the same brain. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. See you guys later. See you later.